Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, grown-ups, I'd like to take a moment to tell you about the Girl Tales sponsor. One of my new favorite children's books was just released. It's called Evelyn Del Rey is Moving Away. It's written by Newbery Award-winning and New York Times best-selling author Meg Medina, and it is beautifully, beautifully illustrated by Sonia Sanchez. This book tells the story of the day Daniela's best friend, her mejor amiga, Evelyn Del Rey, has to move away. I could go on and on and on about how much I love this book, but I decided the best way to tell you about the story is to read the story. So I invited my friend Adriana to read the beginning of it for you. Enjoy. Today is not like any other day. Evelyn Del Rey is my mejor amiga, my numero uno best friend. Come play, Daniela. She says, just like she always does, just like today is any other day. So I bundle up and cross the street. A big truck with its mouth wide open is parked at the curb, ready to gobble up Evelyn's mirror with the stickers around the edge, her easel for painting on rainy days, and the sofa that we bounce on to get to the moon. She is waiting for me inside the iron doors. Then we climb the steps two at a time, just like we always do. We sneak past grouchy Mr. Miller's door and wave to Mr. Sue, who's feeding pigeons from the hall window. Senora Flores gives us each a cookie and says, 
It's the big day when we walk by. <sighs> I wish it were just like any other day. If you'd like to read the rest of this story, Grown Ups, Evelyn Del Rey is Moving Away is available wherever books are sold. Hey, Tailblazers, it's your host, Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales. Girl Tales is a kids' podcast of feminist fairy tales for a new generation. Support for Girl Tales is provided by families like yours. Grown-ups, head to patreon.com slash girltales today and make a donation. Special, special, special thanks to Steven and Maya, who just joined us on Patreon. I'm so excited to have you on the special Girl Tales Patreon page where you can access stuff like coloring pages, downloads to our songs. You get to hear different new episodes while we're taking a break that won't be aired on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It's just for our Patreon members. It means so much to us and you are the reason we can keep going. Now, I know I told you last month that we are taking a break, and we are, but it's International Women's Day. It is a time to celebrate the women and girls who have changed history and who make our society better every single day. Now, uh, many of you know we are a part of a network called Kids Listen. It's a network of a bunch of wonderful kids and family podcasts. And a bunch of those podcasts have decided to celebrate International Women's Month with a new podcast episode celebrating girls. Two podcasts I really think you should check out are This Week in the Multiverse and Book Power for Kids. They both have some really great episodes celebrating International Women's Month. Well, because we've been doing this since day one, we're going to share an episode from way back in 2017 when we first started. It doesn't have the best sound quality because we were still learning how to make a podcast, but it is a really wonderful story that I hope you love. It's called Rapunzel, and it's by Jonna Farron-Smith. Enjoy. limbs old they be whence I scale this tower long to see with all eight eyes reverently my Rapunzel naturally I don't know why you still recite that silly rhyme it's a long ascension up this silken tower I've spun to your window Rapunzel I must find something to entertain me on my way up Stand in front of me, child. I want to see that gorgeous hair. <gasps> what have you done to your hair? Let go of Give me that brush. But Spider, I was only trying to brush my hair silken. Silken as the web you spun my tower from. Why, my hair is so big and so bushy, it nearly fills the whole room. If only I could have gotten that brush all the way through to the ends of it... I might be able to get it flat. Why? 
Your hair is perfect, just the way it is. I love the way it sits atop your head, tiny black curls coiling, tightly twisty, terrifically round one another, rapturously springing and sproinging spectacularly in all directions. If you were to brush your hair flat, see how my voice changes, flat. Why would you want your hair to look the way flat sounds? Why would you want to make it look like everyone else's? I wonder what it would be like to look like everyone else, to play with someone else, to laugh with someone else. I've never met any other children before. Oh, Spider, tell me that story of what other children are like again. Once upon a time... There were other children than you who could be mean sometimes to people who are different. The end. They can't all be mean all the time. Sometimes I hear them playing in the meadow just beyond the enchanted forest. Their laughter coming through the window. Questions, questions, all these questions. I put this window in this tower so you could get some light. If I had known, it would lead to all of these questions. But I'm so lonely, Spider. With no books to read, no paper to draw or write, and no one to talk to. You even sweep the dust bunnies from the corner so that not even they can act as an audience. Silence! You can talk to me. I'm all you have and all you will ever need. You know nothing of the world down, down, down below. It's a terrifying place. And your voluminous curly hair is one of the many things that make you unique. And down, down, down below, other children are primed and poised to make fun of you for it. To take that uniqueness away from you. Is that what you want? No, I just... Even on days like today... When the sun shines brightly on my little creature friends cooing within the deep leafy canopies of the enchanted forest surrounding this tower, even right now, there are children out there making other children cry for being different. Mocking, mocking, mocking. Why is your hair like that? Why is your hair like that, Rapunzel? Look at those curls. It grows in all those directions. Why? 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 Stop! And they won't stop at your hair. No, they won't. They'll point their fingers and snicker until you will want to look like everyone else. Your uniqueness flying out the window and with it, all the things that make you special. Perhaps I should fling you out the window and let the other children have you. If I'm not enough, if you're so lonely in this tower, so desperate for friends. No. No. Please, let me stay. I want to stay in this tower where the children cannot point their fingers and snicker. I don't want to lose my uniqueness. I don't want to have to look like everyone else. Then here you shall stay. Don't fret. I keep you here for your own good. You must know that by now. However, I will have no more talk of books, 
other children, their laughter, the meadow just beyond the enchanted forest, or the down, down, down below in general. But not another peep, or I'll spin my web over this window and seal it shut forever, and not even I will be able to visit you. Do you hear? You're shouting. It's kind of hard not to hear you. Excuse me? I mean, yes, spider. Hello? Is... Is that someone at the window? Oh! I'm sorry. I didn't realize there was someone sleeping in this tower. The bed was empty. But why were you sleeping on the floor? I was sad. Who? I'm Rapunzel. I'm Owl. Why were you so sad? I'm trapped in this giant tower made of silk from a giant spider who lives in the gnarling, snarling cottage glowing underneath the moon. Over there. I know it's dark. Can you see where I'm pointing? I can. The lights just went off as though someone is going to sleep. Spider keeps me locked in this tower in order to protect my uniqueness. Spider says other children down, down, down below in the town just beyond the enchanted forest might not understand my uniqueness and make fun of the way my hair looks, like the way the tiny black curls coiling tightly, twistly, terrifically round one another, spring and sprung in all kinds of directions. I don't want to be made fun of, but I can sometimes hear the other children playing from the window, and I get so lonely. I've got no books to read, no paper to draw or write, Spider even sweeps the dust bunnies from the corner so that not even they can listen to me complain. If I ask any more questions about the world outside the tower, Spider has already threatened to web over my window, sealing it shut forever, leaving me trapped in this tower alone. You know, you are like the fourth person I know that this has happened to. Really? Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? I can't imagine what I would do if I couldn't fly, be in the open air, see the world. And what brings your flight to my windowsill this particular evening? I don't know. I sleep during the day and sort of go where the wind takes me at night. Tonight I've apparently happened to land on your windowsill. And for good reason. I think I'd like to help you escape. Escape? Escape? I can't. I can't escape. Why not? I can just call for help. Spider controls the woods. From anywhere inside the forest, she can animate her forest creature friends to do her bidding. There is no way you're going to be able to get someone from town to walk through the enchanted forest. No one who's gone in the forest has ever come out. 
Spider is incredibly vigilant of my whereabouts, comes to check on me every morning, and will surely realize I'm gone. Then we'll leave at night. How will I get out of the tower? I'll find you a rope. You can climb out. The tower is made of spider silk. I just stick right to the side. Ladder, then. This tower soars higher than the trees. There isn't a ladder long enough in the world to reach the height of my window. Well, how about you come up with some ideas? I can't. Escape is impossible. Even if I did manage to make it out of the tower, I'd still need to make it through the enchanted forest, which Spider controls. Unless we're going to have to find out more information. What's the greatest way to get information? Books! And Al, are you sure you're willing to help me? Get you unstuck from this icky, sticky, silken tower and sidle you away into the sunrise for your first sip of freedom? Why, I feel like it would be any bird's duty. Perfect. Thank you so much. Okay, I'll need you to go into town. Swoop into the library windows just before it closes at night. Grab as many books as you can fit in your talents and fly them to me here. I'll read them, and then the next evening, when you bring me more books, I'll send you off with a batch you dropped off the day before to return to the library. Brilliant! But the library has a lot of books. How will you know how many you need to read in order to escape? I don't know. I guess however long it takes me to hatch a plan. Get it? A little bird humor. Yeah, you really could have used some dust bunnies to try that one out with first. Okay, the sun is coming up. Got to fly. But I'll start tomorrow night. Listen for my hoot outside of your window. I'll come drop the books on this windowsill and retrieve the ones I am to return to the library. Oh, thank you so much, Owl. And be careful. We don't want Spider to catch us. Rapunzel, Rapunzel, crunch up your coarse hair. Psst. Is it evening already? Al, is that you? I have some books. They're so heavy. I'll drop them on the windowsill. Thanks, Al. I can't read. What are the books about? You can't read? Oh, come on. It's not that weird. How many owls do you know that can read? Well, I didn't think I would ever meet an owl that could talk in the first place, so I guess I was just trying to keep an open mind. Touché. This book is The Physics of Flight. Whatever that means. Well, happy reading, Rapunzel. I'll see you tomorrow evening. (laughs) Rapunzel, Rapunzel, crunch up your coarse hair.
Good evening, Owl. Good evening, Rapunzel. What have I brought for you today? You brought books about entomology. Facts on every page. Look, this page talks about how apparently the light at the end of fireflies' bodies is actually a chemical reaction called bioluminescence. <laughs> Sounds like you've got a truly fascinating night ahead of you indeed. I'll take books you've finished with. See you tomorrow evening with some new ones. Rapunzel, Rapunzel, crunch up your coarse hair. Psst. Good evening, Al. Good evening, Rapunzel. What have I brought for you today? What looks like will be a truly riveting examination of the properties of water. Well, enjoy. See you tomorrow evening. I will. <coughs> Rapunzel, Rapunzel, crunch up your coarse hair. Is that you out there? Spider just turned off her light. Perfect. Tonight is the night. I stripped my blanket into scraps of fabric. I learned I could use them to make a parachute that will allow me to gently glide to the down, down, down below. Then once you're down, I'll be your eyes in the sky, directing you through the forest underbrush. To try to guide you out of the enchanted forest and to the meadow just beyond without waking Spider or her enchanted forest creatures. Well, as long as Spider stays asleep, so should her creatures. I hope. Ready? I'm scared. I've never been on the outside of this tower before, let alone beyond the forest. I've never met any other children before. I want to stay unique, but what if I don't fit in? Maybe some children will be mean. Maybe some won't. But either option will be better than staying here. You're right. Okay, on the count of three, I'm going to hurl myself out the window. Let's hope this parachute idea actually works. One... Two, three. Are you all right? My parachute got snagged on the canopy branches. I'm stuck in the tree, but not for long. It's ripping. Hold on, I'll catch you. <laughs> 
It's nice. Wait. Ow. Why are you in my hair? I dove to catch you before you fell from the tree. But instead, you landed on me, curled first, sending the both of us sprawling into the sky, saving us from injury, only for you to land back on your feet on the ground with me stuck in your hair. Oh, makes sense. Okay, Al, would you please help me use the parachute rope to tie my hair back and we can be on our way. Wow. I did not anticipate how dark it would be. Alas, we can stick the sleepy fireflies gently in my hair. It's so curly they'll blink snugly in place and illuminate the way. Brilliant. Here are some. Put them all over. It's working, Rapunzel. I can see my wingtips. Put more fireflies in my hair. Now I can see my feet. More fireflies. Rapunzel, you've done it. You've lit the way. Thanks, Al. And we don't want it to be too bright. That'll wake the creatures up as well. Haven't we walked past this tree before? That's just the dark playing tricks on you. Okay, now I definitely know that tree looks familiar. Oh no. What if we are going in circles? I'll fly up above the canopy and check it out. What's it looking like? From up here, it's definitely looking like we've been walking in circles. Oh no! We don't have much time to waste. The sun could be coming up any minute. Then it's time we get airborne. Hold on. I'll fly down, claw my talons into your hair, and fly you to the meadow. Have you ever flown with something as heavy as me before? Do you really want me to answer that question? Will it hurt? Do you really want me to answer that question? All right. Well, let's do this. Ow! Move your talons. You're getting help. Stop struggling. Your heart is too hard. Your talents are really pulling. You're not exactly feather light. My scalp is pulled too tight. I can't open my eyes. How much farther to the meadow? Not far. Uh-oh. Rapunzel, the sun is coming up. I can see it peeking just over the horizon. Spider and the horse will be waking up in a couple of hours. I don't think I can last much longer. I'm getting so tired. You're getting so heavy. Can't keep flying. Ow! Ow! We're falling closer and closer to the canopy with an alarming speed. Ow! Running straight for the ground. Ow! Ow! Are you okay? So thirsty. Need water. But the nearest stream isn't anywhere near here, and I have nothing to carry the water in. Think, Rapunzel. 
think. I could put the water in my hair. Curly hair holds water for longer because the curls provide more surface area. The curlier the strand, the more surface area available to take on the water. I'll dunk my head in the stream and you can drink from my hair. <laughs> Hurry! The sun will be up soon and I don't want you to get caught because of me. I'll be right back. I'm back. Here, Owl. I'll lower my hair to your lips. Drink. Thank you so much, Rapunzel. What an inspired idea. I'm starting to feel better already. You're starting to look better as well. But I don't think I'll be able to gather enough strength in time to fly you the rest of the way out before the sun comes up. It's already rising. It's nearly halfway over the horizon. The forest brush starts to clear a little ways ahead, and I can see the meadow on the other side. If we run... We just might be able to make it before the sun is fully risen. still has some water in it, so it's laying longer, flatter against the ground than earlier. It keeps getting caught in all the brambles. Long to see, with all eight eyes, rather. It's almost as if the branches are trying to get stuck in my hair. They are. The branches are alive, and they're trying to trap me. Can't you tie it up in a bun like before? My Rapunzel is gone. Enchanted forest! And she can't have gone far. Find her! I lost the parachute strap, and my hair is laying so flat and wet and long behind me, I couldn't put it in a bun anyway. The brambles have already got the ends. The tree branches are bending down now. They've got my hair up into the middle. I'm not going to make it. I'll help you. Maybe if I pick up the branches, they'll untangle themselves. It's not working. They'll only get you two. If only your hair was somehow suddenly shorter, coarser, and curlier immediately. Hmm. I've got it. Now, can you see any rocks? Rocks? I need to find one and smash it. As hard as you can. Okay. Then hand me the largest, sharpest piece of it. Here you go. What are you going to do with it? Yes. Enchanted forest creatures. I can smell her now. I'll find you yet. I'll find you yet, Rapunzel. I'm going to use the piece of rock to cut 
all of my hair off. It's... The only... I should be happy that we're out of the forest, but I'm really nervous. That tower, that forest, spider, they're the only things I've ever known. And I know I said I wanted to fit in and have flat hair, but now my hair sits so close to my head, I can't even sprawling a curl. My hair not only made me unique, it saved our lives, and now it's gone. Your hair is great any way you choose to wear it. Long and flat or short and curly. Whatever it does and however it naturally grows out of your head. It's beautiful. Your hair can make you unique. But that's not the only thing. Your hair didn't save our lives. It was your ideas. My ideas? All that reading you did. The parachute landing, the fireflies, the water... Those were all ideas that came from exercising your enormous brain, your intellect. That's what makes you unique. Your athleticism, how fast you ran through that forest, also makes you unique. I can run pretty fast. And how brave you were in the first place, hurtling yourself through the window. Why? That might be the most unique and special thing about you of all. So... Whether your tiny black curls, coiling tightly, twisty, terrifically round one another, sprawling out far in all different directions, or they sit short, nestled close to your head, there are so many things that make you unique that no pointing finger or snicker can take away. Thanks, Al. You're right. And you're a really great friend. Good luck with the other children. Wait, where are you going? You're not coming into town with me? I am an owl. I am to sleep during the day and live amongst the trees. But maybe some nights I'll fly over town and you'll be able to hear me hooting. Goodbye, Rapunzel. Goodbye, owl. My, my, my. What a beautiful morning. That's it. That's the laughter of the children I used to hear from my window in the tower. They sound nice. Like they're having fun. How far away the tower, the forest, and spider feel now. From the way it sounds, children must be within walking distance. Perhaps I'll recite a rhyme to entertain myself as I walk toward them. What was it that old spider used to say? Rapunzel, Rapunzel, crunch up your coarse hair. That was Rapunzel by Jonna Farron-Smith, starring Laureen Lembe, 
Monita Jackson, and C. Kelly Wright. Produced by Chad Shanai, and executive produced by me, Rebecca Cunningham, with original theme music by Eli Denby Wood and Amy Geisbers Van Wyk. Again, happy International Women's Day. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, always remember, I believe in you. Being a princess ain't about the dresses. Being a princess is bigger than a crown. Being a princess is doing your best. It takes kindness. strong in the night you gotta remember yeah you gotta remember being a It's honest, it's love.